1: And welcome to The Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the questions, Hey, why isn't this as good as the movies? I'm I'm John Bishop.
0: And I'm Lucas Southworth.
1: (laughs) I was waiting for you to correct it before I said my name for some reason. But that's not how that works. I say my name and then you correct
0: it. And then I correct you. Uh, But John, I can't stay mad. uh, Because today we're talking about one of my favorite movies. You know this about me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a great movie, but uh, that's why I love it. Jerry Seinfeld's masterpiece B movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you like jazz?
0: Oh, it's classic. Why would it be say that? He's trying to seduce the woman, the human woman, and then he sues humanity for the honey. It's great.
1: Now here is here is one issue I already have. Uh, you said trying
0: to. Uh, he success. No, spoiler alert for B movie. He's seducing that woman. Yeah, well, I would argue he doesn't successfully seduce the woman. He does successfully become her very close friend. You can read into it, but nothing is explicit. But he does successfully sue humanity for all of the honey. Which (laughs) makes a certain amount of sense when it's revealed that bees are sentient. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess. I guess.
1: But makes a lot less sense when you consider the fact that uh, we don't treat humans that well. Why would we treat bees that well?
0: That's true. That's true.
1: Yes, I know this belongs to you, but no, you can't have it.
0: Yeah, that is a common tactic amongst humans.
1: We've had it for an amount of time, so it is ours.
0: I guess. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, that's something just like the government and stuff does. Our government Mm -hmm. (laughs) to, you know, the native peoples. Of these lands, so yeah, that is how they'd probably treat bees. And I've done
1: it. I've exposed the only flaw in Bee Movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, you have. It's the only, only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but folks, we got a whole thing planned for you. I found the Bee Movie wiki and everything. We're going to look at uh, Barry B. Benson's page, his friend's page, the ladies' page, the guy... Is he voiced by Patrick Warburton or does he just yes. sound a little bit like Patrick Warburton?
1: That's Patrick Warburton.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, we're going to do a whole thing. I think Chris Rock is a is a mosquito in it. He's
1: a bug, but also like half a bug because he's definitely on his way out.
0: No, he comes back at the end and makes a joke about lawyers. Uh, so he doesn't die. Uh, he or... Makes, yeah? Yeah. Is he undead? Now that's something we can get into, John. I was hoping you would uh, sort of complete the other end of this bit,
1: Lucas. Uh, we're so close.
0: No, I know. I don't want to talk about the actual thing we're supposed to talk about this week either. And
1: honestly, no, no, Lucas, we're so close.
0: Oh, do you keep doing going it? for a
1: few seconds?
0: Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we may even talk, play a little bit of the cover of Here Comes the Sun.
1: No, uh, no we got to keep what we were just talking about.
0: Undead. Okay,
1: yeah. Maybe he's uh, undead. Maybe he's some sort of uh, zombie. And, you know, what goes well with zombies? Aliens. Apparently. If only this whole movie focused on this one character, because that sounds like a fun movie, doesn't it? A movie centered completely around zombie
0: aliens? Only if it's a musical, is what I would say. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Otherwise,
1: it'd be a train wreck.
0: Yeah, clearly. <laughs> but yeah, the the bit is, no, we're not talking about the B-movie. Although, John, once we finish Cars on the Road, I don't know. I wouldn't be against just doing one of our, that's eh, our podcast kind of episodes where we talked about the B-movie for an episode.
1: I mean, here's the thing. We could just riff on the whole, oh, we're going to go further into possible prequels and we're going to we're going to confirm or deny uh, for the sake of good old MatPat.
0: That's fair. And I mean, the bee does get inside a car at some point and the bee Mm -hmm. is sentient.
1: That's not the only thing he gets inside of.
0: It is, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know about unfortunately. I regret my choice of words. Uh, cause... <laughs> no,
1: you said it. You can't take it back. And we all agree with you.
0: Okay. It would. I, you know what? I'll say it. It would be a better movie if Barry B. Benson had sex with Vanessa, the human woman. Okay? It yep. would. And that's my stance. But we can't do it anymore. We are talking about, instead, the episode of Cars on the Road titled B-Movie, which is much less exciting to me. hmm
1: uh, and why is it called B movie?
0: Cause that's like a, a term for movies that are like, you know, a B tier movie kind of like, it's not an A list kind of thing. It's just kind of a rung down worse movie. And that's what we stumble in upon a bad movie <laughs> being made. And that's what they decided to do this episode of cars on the road on after doing you know it's it's the same complaint i have about the circus one is we we already gave us the fantastical ones mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you now ramping down to uh, what would a movie being made look like in the cars verse
1: and the answer is uh bad but in like kind of the ways that it's bad in our world where it's just like yeah, no one knows what they're doing. Everyone's just kind of winging it, and just management is terrible.
0: Also, it'll look like just like, yeah, that's how movies are made, I guess. There's nothing particularly exciting or revealing about the Cars first. Too true. Too true. But yes, let's do a quick recap of the episode. Uh, John, you want you want to handle it?
1: All right, let's do this. So... Uh, open up on Mater and Lightning, just driving, just being just being buds. And then they stumble upon a movie that's filming and one creature that seems to be an actual alien slash uh, insectoid creature, maybe even, uh, man, I know what they're called, arachnid creature. Yeah. Uh, but they find out it's a movie. Someone sees that he's famous. So what do they do? They put him in the movie. And then, turns out, being famous for racing doesn't make you a good actor. Is that a commentary on how actors are more and more just celebrities rather than professional people who act? Maybe. Hopefully. I'll,
0: I would argue it could be a direct commentary on half of the voice cast of these very movies who are, in fact, professional race car drivers. But go ahead.
1: Uh, Yeah, and then... Turns out he's bad and Mater pretty good, I guess. And yes. then they're both in a movie for a little bit. And the movie keeps changing and everything keeps changing about the movie. And then Lightning has to discover that it's not cool that he expects himself to be much better at everything than everyone. Uh, he learns that lesson uh, just in time. For it to not be worth anything, because he and Mater are kicked out of the film, seemingly for no reason. And oh look, it's that character we met a little bit ago, uh, who is a monster truck, but for some reason wasn't in the truck episode. Yeah, That could have been fun. Yeah, uh, But no, she's back, and she is now in a musical that is somehow the remnants of the movie they were supposed to be in.
0: Yeah, sums it up. Uh, I also don't know why Ivy shows up at the last minute. Who can say? But, I don't know. This one's kind of bad.
1: It's, this one felt like they tried to make just a movie. Yeah. And they were given nine minutes.
0: Yeah. Like, I'll give I'll give it this. Like, I feel like a lot of my complaints with uh, the circus one are, it feels like it has no arc. You know, it's just they show up at the circus and lightning is scared. There is a four-minute circus performance scene, and then they leave, but Ivy stays. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one at least tries to do something, tries to have a little story. Uh, I don't think it's the most successful one, but I'll give it that bit of credit, at least. Yeah, this one, it, it
1: seriously, it feels like they tried to make something that was just supposed to be much longer, and they didn't have enough time. It, it's got that weird TikTok thing like thing, or that I would say more vine thing where it's, oh yeah, you just don't have enough time to do the type of content you'd be used to making. So a lot of people are going to fail to do much because like, oh, you're, it's supposed to be wild and crazy for six seconds. That's it. And they were like, yeah, but I want to tell a story. And then the people like, I mean, sure, but you've got six seconds. And they're like, we can make it work. So they wrote a thirty-minute script, and then, I guess, compressed it.
0: I guess, cause like, like th- there's just a very telling moment to me, or or a very telling lack of a moment, I would say even, where the tension rises sort of between Lightning and Mater a little bit, and they have just the slightest of confrontations in the hotel, you know, where. Mater, to his credit, has, like, a nice little character moment where Mater is a bit upset with his friend, which we don't get to see a lot of, like, negative emotions from Mater, uh, and says, like, Lightning, I don't understand why you think you would be good at this. You can't be good at everything, and it's okay for, you know, other people, and specifically me, to be good at things that you aren't, and it hurts my feelings that you assume that I wouldn't be good at it, and... (laughs) Then it immediately cuts to the next morning and Lightning says, hey, I'm sorry, I was a jerk. (laughs) As opposed to him more abjectly learning that or like uh, going and reflecting on it. And he's just like, oh no, that's, yeah, it worked. We're good. And if you're curious,
1: uh, the amount of time this scene took to get to that point was much less than it took to explain that. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was just the line of, You got to leave some of it for the rest of us and then maybe another line or two. And that was it.
0: Yeah, it's a little wild, but we can talk more about our general thoughts, I guess, at the end. But I feel like we're given a pretty good preview for our general thoughts. John, I do want to talk about.
1: Would I watch the movie? Of course I would. It sounds like it would be a disaster.
0: Yeah, I mean, one, taking cars out of it completely. If I heard... That there was just a zombie alien movie uh, that they kept trying to make. They tried to throw in a celebrity cameo in it. Uh, they scrapped all of it and then at the last minute changed it to a musical with like some unknown in the starring role. Yeah, I would absolutely go and pay to watch that. because <laughs> A I like alien zombie movies.
1: musical with so much practical effects.
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty cool to me. It
1: covers all of our bases. <laughs>
0: Not to mention another base being potentially very bad movies, which I am very into. I feel like you less than me, but maybe some. See,
1: I am firmly of the camp. A movie has to know what it is and it can be bad and know it's supposed to be bad. But like it can't be just bad. Like Sharknado is a bad movie. It knows it's a bad movie, and it relishes in it, and that's fantastic.
0: See, I would argue the opposite. I I appreciate the Sharknados in the world, but you get true magic, in my opinion, when they have no idea it's going to be bad, when they, and this is going to sound mean, tried their absolute hardest, and what came out of it is nonsensical.
1: See, I know I'm not in the popular camp here, because I know that people love The Room. And I don't. I've seen it, and I don't ever want to watch it again. And my argument was, some movies, people claim, are so bad, they're good. I think The Room is so bad that it's just bad.
0: Yeah, there's a very, very fine line in so bad, they're good movies, Mm -hmm. Because the movie can't be bad because it's boring. That will never be a so bad. It's good movie. Uh, but like, let's see, I'm trying to like, uh, maximum overdrive. That one knew what it was a little bit, but was still trying to do something, you know, Mm -hmm. like it wasn't trying to be a, a huge movie, but it was still bad. And that was fun, you know? And, uh, Uh, I bought a vampire motorcycle (laughs) or vampires. Vampires, I think, is the example I want to go with, actually, because I bought a vampire motorcycle also sort of knew what it was. Vampires was very genuinely trying to be like the next Power Rangers or something. (laughs) And it was not. And And
1: Van Helsing was... They really wanted him to be something... (laughs)
0: Gosh, they really did.
1: They were relying on a trust that they had not gotten yet.
0: That they did not, that Van Helsing shouldn't have heard. And like that is very fun to me of like, why did they think this would work? You know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Batman Robin is one of my all time favorites uh, because it's so huge. It's a Batman movie. Uh, but it just has Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze making constant ice puns. Incredible. <laughs> if you watch, I, we're on a tangent, but this episode it does, didn't give us a lot. Uh, if you watch Batman and Robin and treat it as like a Lego Batman style, almost Batman parody, it's so much better. See,
1: for me, I think that that is specifically my kind of bad movie. Sure a kind of bad movie that like it is what it's like. It is what it is. It's not trying to be the dark Knight and failing. It's just so campy and like so cartoonish and like simplistic kind of dumb. And I love it.
0: No. Yeah. I, I've sort of lost, lost the plot a little bit and I'm talking about just bad movies. I like, uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's so easy to do and so hard not to do
0: yeah there's there's a reason there are a million bad movie podcasts i would argue we are very close to being a bad movie podcast
1: well the difference is we're a bad franchise podcast <laughs> yes uh, which is different because we don't talk about other movies except for occasionally and when we do usually those are good movies <laughs>
0: Usually it's because, A, we just want to talk about them because we like them or because they're very silly, and we just slap a a thin reason to relate them to cars on there.
1: And once or twice, we didn't even do that.
0: Yeah, we just wanted to do it. Like, hmm, that's another one. Uh, The Netflix Christmas movies. Uh Again, this is not proving anything against your point. Those absolutely know what they are. Uh, But man, if you just watch them and look to just pick them apart, they're very fun. But this is not that. This is in the boring category (laughs) instead of the funny, bad category.
1: And honestly, I would say that this isn't bad it's just not what they wanted it to be when they set out to make it i don't think because they clearly wanted like it's a high quality like crisp tight story it achieves all of the story beats it's just super rushed and really cramped because of it
0: yeah like i could see if the yeah, like half an hour on this or 23 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. classic TV episode. They could have made this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still wouldn't have been like fantastic in my view, but the story would have worked at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but I, I, I just took some notes like I do. Of things I saw in the episode, you know how, you know, the concept of these types of episodes, John, I mm-hmm. did that. You did that? Yeah. Okay. You want me to uh, re- read some?
1: I want you to read the third one.
0: Okay. Spider car.
1: Man, I'm so glad I picked that one at random. Uh, Yeah, there is a car that walks around on spider legs. And it opens up its face. And it's, oh, look, it's a regular car. It just has a costume on. Except we never see wheels. Yeah. And it's like the stilt thing where there was one that was on stilts, except the one on stilts seemed to still have like wheels and tires. This one, you can't see those. And the thing that's really troubling to me is that there are six. So like the wheels are covered by four and the middle two seem to still move independently.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if it's like he has a remote control in there and is controlling an external suit that he is just riding in. I don't know if it's they have just attached these robotic legs to his already, you know, mechanical chassis and they've hooked into him, you know, Mm -hmm. and like he can just control them with his mind the way he controls his body with his mind. I... I don't know what's up with that guy. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: seems that there is just a spider vehicle creature thing. And one reason I want to say that is because this is while they're not filming, he's just moving. Like, if you've seen the Doc Ock singing video, which is phenomenal and would recommend, uh, there are like eight guys helping him do that. And it's because they're filming. If he's not being filmed and he doesn't have the puppeteers helping him move, he just can't. Because that's how those sort of things work. But this guy is just like getting a drink and it's just him in the suit. And he's just moving all six of the legs casually. Which leads me to believe that this is just a creature with either six legs or six wheels and two of them are in the middle as I've never seen in a vehicle.
0: Yeah. And I would argue, even if this is not a creature that was born this way, if this was just a, even if this is a car riding in a machine, like it's really the, that distinction doesn't really matter to me because like we already suppose that this is a world of creatures that ride in car bodies so like the difference between that and a car, a creature riding in a car body riding in a spider body is not that much to me
1: at so, that point it's want to say a hat on a hat but i don't think that even applies it's just a person in a different person <laughs>
0: Yeah, so like, even if this is not just a creature that exists out in the world naturally, like, now it exists? Yep. Like, it it is a thing. Like, he is not... You're you're absolutely right that, from what we can see, he is not being assisted by anyone. He seems to be controlling the suit. It is a creature now. It doesn't matter if it's a naturally occurring creature, because it is a creature that is possible, and perhaps even just a person with you know mechanical augmentation
1: mm-hmm. or far stranger uh, a person with some sort of biological extra appendages that they just casually have that they have maybe costumed or maybe even not
0: yeah this could just be what this person looks like all the time Yep. we live in a in a world well we don't they live in a world of mechanical beings Who's mm-hmm. to say this isn't a thing that just exists? And Which...
1: the whole thing is they're modes of transportation. And that would be a mode of transportation. And Lucas, I'm gonna tell you this right now. We do have vehicles that walk in that way. Yeah. They're like a weird robot racing league thing that c- should be more exciting to me than it is, but like, yeah, there there are just weird combat robots that are just weird walker things. And that's a thing we have. So I don't know if that's just, oh, there's one of those, except they look much cooler.
0: Yeah, and I don't really know where it fits in with the plot of the movie. Like, are they just a different type of alien zombie?
1: Again, this movie is clearly just all over the place.
0: Yeah, they just threw a bunch of spaghetti on the wall and saw saw what stuck.
1: Yeah, there's gelatinous brains everywhere uh a weird gelatinous spit from cocoons cocoons seem to be a major theme
0: yeah
1: also there are zombies i guess the alien zombie brain thing is all just one thing and then there's spider monsters and then it's a musical and there are like weird brain mushrooms growing in the musical
0: i guess i guess but on the subject Of the spider car, there is one other vehicle I noticed right at the top. The first thing we see of the movie set, I believe, is they seem to be unloading a UFO from something. Mm -hmm. And I looked. It does have eyes, but we don't see those eyes move or anything on it. Yes. So I couldn't That was
1: spooky to me.
0: I couldn't tell if it was a prop or a person.
1: Yeah, I would hazard to say it's like an ET of like that's a puppet.
0: Yeah, that was that was what I was gonna get to, but I did want to explore the possibility uh that A, they almost certainly don't have, you know, UFO hover technology, but B, if they wanted to like have a character that talks and didn't use a puppet, would they have just shoved a squish, squishy bit into this shell? I think it's
1: far worse than that. Okay. I think they took a car or something and they just changed its shell.
0: Oh, changed it around the squishy bit instead of transferring the squishy bit.
1: Like, I think there's some sort of permanence to the squishy bit connection with the car at some point. Yeah. And I I think that this is just an actor who is really dedicated and it's like the Grinch thing. They have to go through uh, CIA training a torture training to resist going insane while they have their body modified and they can't move of their own volition anymore, but they're going to be a star.
0: It's like, uh, who's that actor who is always, always, always in heavy pro- prosthesis. Uh, Doug, you know, Doug, Jones, Doug Jones, I want to say yeah, it's Doug he-
1: Jones. I was going to say I had the name and then like, you made me think about it. And then I had no name.
0: Yeah, so that, that's kind of my thing. I, I think you're right. It's more likely a just a prop or b a puppet of some por- sort. But I think it's possible that it's you know, someone uh, Doug Jones, someone going through it for art. You know
1: what? I'm not even going to say a Doug Jones. I think that's, that's this world's Doug Jones.
0: Can I think of a car name, a car pun for him? Doug and Jones are tough. Two <laughs> syllables is not a lot to work with. Oh, boy. Bones? No, that's not. Dig? I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Drag? Drag Jones. Drag Jones. Got it. Man, that's why we pay you the big bucks, John. Woo! Yeah. But we did mention the squishy bit, and we've been ragging on this episode a lot, but I do want to give it a shout out for the most solid squishy bit evidence I think we've ever gotten.
1: There are so many squishy bits. And just the like whole cocoon theme that was super heavy for some reason. It makes you think, what if these cars, what if?
0: Yeah. But at the very, very, very least, it's clear they know what Brains is.
1: They know what Brains is. They know they're squishy. (laughs) And (laughs) they know that they can tear someone open and find out what they had for dinner or lunch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how much lore this implies beyond that, but that's not nothing because like we always assume squishy bit theory, mostly because the tongue, Mm -hmm. but solid evidence in its camp is nice.
1: Yep. And uh, one thing we got to talk about, what is a trait that these alien zombies had that we have fixated on before?
0: They have separated teeth.
1: (laughs) Yep. So we know like two characters with separate teeth. And that is, of course, uh, God King Mater and uh, Miss Fritter. So why is it that when we see these extraterrestrial undead creatures, they also just inherently have this trait? Is that because there is some part of these cars that are making this film that know that... There's something mystical about having separate teeth.
0: Yeah, I feel like even in uh, the Lights Out episode, I would think is the name of it, where they stay at the Haunted Mansion. I think we said specifically it was a trait of the undead. Uh, yes, or of these strange or something. Uh,
1: god creatures because of the weird, uh, what's his name, the something demon?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I can't. Something ghoul. He's ah, a ghoul. Yeah.
1: Well, there's reason to believe that there is some sort of either undead or divine attribute associated with segmented teeth. And uh, the fact that these zombies have separate teeth, it it's just hinting that there is a connection and somehow in the subconscious, these people know it. Maybe yeah. that's even why they were so fixated on getting Mater bigger and bigger roles. The more he spoke, they, the more they like associated him and his teeth with this strange concept of a movie.
0: Yeah. I think it's rare that we have such good, good, solid evidence. Uh, backing up one of our weirder claims like this. So, yeah, I'll take it. Also, he wasn't a ghoul. He was a wraith. Wraithrod is his name.
1: Ah, yes. The Wraithrod.
0: Good name. Actually, really solid name.
1: See, the the beauty of it is that you named him a ghoul, which is something... It's basically people who eat people. They're like cannibals. Yeah. Uh, and a wraith is something that feeds off of either the life force the energy or even the flesh of something but isn't that thing so you were right in one way you just made him too human is that like that's weird to you right like when i found out that ghouls were just basically cannibals that wigged me out because i thought ghouls were just a type of ghost
0: yeah it's a little weird uh i feel like there's an implication of like more literal loss of humanity uh mm-hmm. with ghouls like not just you know loss of morality by eating people like something literally spiritually damages your soul when you become a ghoul and eat people
1: yeah i'm almost certainly wrong about which creature it is but i think it's a windigo, uh where you eat people and then you become this creature like your body changes to match your monstrous nature.
0: Mm, that's cool. I like that concept.
1: It's almost certainly the wrong term because I can't think of if that's right or if it's something else. But uh, hey, comment, email us. Correct me, please.
0: I know there was a uh, Wendigo in Supernatural. I remember it was a good episode. back.
1: Did when... it eat people?
0: Probably. A lot. I of mean, stuff in everything Supernatural in did.
1: Supernatural ate people. <laughs> yeah, we're just so tasty.
0: I bet we are. You know, not to each other, which is good. Except if you are a wendigo or a ghoul. Mm. I brought it back. Uh, I wanted to call out the CGI joke. Yeah, uh,
1: uh, they were being they were being self referential in a way that felt like they didn't know their own joke yet. Yeah, like there wasn't a punchline. It was just. Hey, we're computer computer
0: generated images. That's fun. See, I think there was a punchline. It just came at the beginning of the joke. The punchline is Lightning calls it fakey CGI stuff and says practical is better. Like, if we invert that and like (laughs) that's what hits then it's Pixar being self-deprecating you know. But then uh, with that at the beginning and if The punchline, I guess, just being Lightning's a little arrogant son of a gun who doesn't know what he's talking about, it doesn't work very well.
1: Maybe that was a subtle hint that he's just assuming that he's good at everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's the people at Pixar uh, calling people who uh, say CGI is bad pretentious. Which, sure, why not?
1: And I, I love me some practical effects, but like... Hey, CGI is getting better and better every day.
0: And like it, there's some artistry there. Not some, just direct. There is artistry involved. Okay, going through my notes. I want to talk about the guy who's typing on his laptop. And I know that this one's going to end the same way they all do with man. Yeah, that shouldn't work. (laughs) He doesn't even have hands. But this one seems worse than a lot of them, even. Mm hmm. Keys are very tiny, and forklift forks are big or is the well, issue I'm seeing.
1: Here's the thing. Uh, Trackpads. You know how you can text by like swiping your finger? Yeah. What if he's just doing that?
0: I guess. Seems like, hard.
1: As long as he gets an approximate location, he's probably fine in that case. Like, predictive text out the wazoo, but I can imagine that would almost work either that or it's a hyper simplified uh, advanced binary form of uh, like a stenographer pad. Yeah. I was gonna, oh, there are just sounds and you only have seven buttons to press at most.
0: Yeah, I was going to bring up stenographer pads or uh the guy we went to high school with who was blind. Uh, uh, I won't. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to say his name on the podcast. That's fair uh but yes graver uh had a uh specialized uh keyboard that could that i think just had let's see one two three four nine keys on it i want to say oh uh and different combinations of them would type all the different letters on it in braille which was always super cool
1: was it a stenographer setup
0: uh it could be. It's certain it definitely like typed in Braille up there, so it was mm-hmm. modified specifically for that, but it may be the same, you know, setup stenographers use. Nice. Yeah. It was really cool. But yeah, that that's a perfectly good explanation for me, I guess. Although wait, no, no, th- no, actually <laughs> it's horrible.
1: No, they're not getting away with it. No.
0: Because those depend on you having <laughs> fingers and having lots of different combinations of buttons you can press
1: what I'm saying is just big buttons
0: very big buttons sure <laughs> but
1: real big buttons or again a trackpad
0: and to, to their limited credit the the laptop is you know the width of a forklift it's not you know a human sized laptop but now the stenographer explanation doesn't work <laughs>
1: Unless they just have to press like a button that says, "Hey, type what I'm thinking."
0: that's probably it. you know that's my explanation great,
1: uh boy, howdy, man, they wanted to make another joke about that, and it was ah, oh, writers am I right, but like also, yeah, this guy's just making up some real quick fast and loose jokes and replacing this guy's job like mater's gonna get a writing credit if he gets these lines in
0: yeah there's a difference between like improving lines on set which is more frowned upon than i think people realize yeah every uh, time
1: i see like a, oh he just it, i'm like yeah because he's extremely famous and he's allowed to do that but if your average person thinks that's okay they can get in a lot of trouble
0: yeah and like even if you the people who do that I don't think say, oh, wouldn't it be better that instead of saying the line that was written for me if I said this, like... Aren't don't... I
1: funnier than writers?
0: Yeah, like... And it's a it's to show... I mean, Mater is a person who's never worked on a thing in his life, and so is Lightning. Uh, but still, that's not really how that works, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah,
1: and if it is... You gotta be more tactful, man.
0: Keeping running down the line, John uh, oh, because this episode is I'll say it a little boring and not <laughs> implying a lot about the cars first. I did a lot of pausing and looking in the background mm-hmm. and John, there were not there was not one but two different no parking signs <laughs> in the background of this short. okay. And I feel like that's... That's feel the like city. I like that's some, some material. That's the big city, baby. How do you... You can't... They No are loitering. The, yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Hey,
1: don't be standing around here. This is a dangerous area. And definitely no napping.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess that is what it would be. But it's worse because it's cars. <laughs> Lucas, what is parking? Usually it's, well, you don't have to get out of the car when you park. You don't have to. You can park and sit there. You don't, I guess. Yeah,
1: but for the most part.
0: It's usually when you, you leave park, the car.
1: <laughs> you park to leave the car. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that's true for this world. In any sense. Yeah. At best, they're leaving the car when they're going to Dreamland.
0: I guess. I mean, I guess it could be also like a no stopping sign, like in some like busy parts of like airports and stuff. You see no stopping mm-hmm. Uh, like you need to get through or step to the side. It could be something like that, but I don't know, man.
1: Similar to like a, a speed minimum. Yes. Hey, very don't stop. Don't go too slow because we need to keep traffic moving here.
0: Yes. I'm just going to run through a few other things I noticed in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the movie theater marquee that we see at the beginning of the short, they are showing radiators of the lost spark, which one of my new favorite car puns, genuinely really like that one. Uh, I don't know why they're called radiators. Because <laughs> they're raiders. No, I get that part. <laughs> I don't get... I get the pun part of it. I don't get... That would be if it was like livers of the Lost Ark, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it implies anything. It's just a pretty good car pun. Uh, Oh, the It'd presidential go ahead livers of the lost uh, heartbeat yeah yeah, yeah maybe it's deep. hearts
1: of the lost heartbeat
0: Ah, that's deep i guess <laughs> i guess
1: it's not because if you don't you don't need the spark for that the spark plugs are for the engine
0: yeah okay i did want to talk a little bit about the presidential seal that we see
1: the magnetic sticker
0: yes the magnetic sticker which
1: I am counting as his costume.
0: Yes, I do want to talk about the concept of them saying, go drop off your costumes. But mm-hmm. after we talk about the presidential seal a little bit. Yep. Uh, first off, let me look at a picture of the presidential seal just to check something before we get into it. Huh, okay. I assumed a joke that they weren't making. Okay. The the seal says around it, Mater Seal of the President of the United States. Mm-hmm. And I, I assumed that usually it says like Master Seal on it. Mm. They're making a dumb joke. But no, I'm looking at pictures of the presidential seal here, and it just says Seal of the President of the United States. So... I don't know why they added Mater to it.
1: Uh, good point. <laughs> Perhaps. Because they know he's the God King.
0: Yeah, maybe Maybe it's more of like a, a theocratic monarchy in that uh, like in England, the king is the king Because they are approved by God. Mm. Uh, And since he is, he is. Yes. So we'll go with that. The second thing is, well, the third thing is instead of an eagle, it's a bolt and a bunch of wrenches with wings. So that's kind of weird.
1: But we know that animals exist. Yeah. Because bear.
0: Because bear. So Uh, I guess they're just trying to get away from that. But the big thing I wanted to talk about is on the presidential seal, it says, our presidential seal says, E pluribus unum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to know what that meant. Couldn't tell you right now. But.
1: Wait. <laughs> the, uh, as many one?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. But the one <laughs> in this says, C furry bus unum three four separate words c s e e furry f u r r y bus spelled and then unum like the original and i just i i was flabbergasted by that and like what 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 does that mean why what is the joke Lucas, i guess pulling out bus
1: it's the most like Three levels deep joke ever.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Think of the Greendale flag in the community episode for Cars.
0: Yeah, yeah. That is the episode that just they just posted on YouTube. Fun fact, uh, because the community YouTube channel is just posting all of community on it one week at a time. You should watch it. And the episode in which they drive the space simulator is an underrated top 10 in my opinion It's so good it's i mean so good
1: as far as bottle episodes go amazing yes. and even weirder it's not a bottle episode but it could have been
0: yeah yeah but yeah you're you're referring to e pluribus anus uh <laughs> which is what they put on the greendale flag uh sea furry bus okay sea furry bus anus <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. Uh, I, man, it's...
1: <laughs> it just means one furry bus that you see. <laughs> Look at one furry
0: bus. Which is a great command. And again, like I said, I get pulling out bus, you know? And like, but that's I, probably
1: the only one that we get.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know... Why? There's not literally not a furry thing in these movies. They're all mechanical. There furry is doesn't a exist. bear. <laughs> yes. May, may, okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what it means. Maybe they saw the bear and went, that's some sort of furry bus.
1: That's what they're doing. They want to say, okay, we messed up. We included an animal <laughs> yeah. because of the flag. So, what we're going to do. We're going to include another thing with an animal on it. And we're going to replace that animal with a bunch of mechanical bits. And we're going to make people associate animals with vehicles. So furry bus. Yeah, that's what a bear is. It's just a furry bus. Don't worry about it.
0: It it was it flash just flashes on screen for a second. So it's almost like a uh, hypnotic image, you know, mm-hmm. uh, subliminal message. That's what I was trying to get to. Where they're saying, see furry bus. So next time you watch Cars 1 and see the California flag, that subliminal message will activate. And instead of a bear, you'll see a furry bus. Mm-hmm. That's it. Best explanation we've done this episode.
1: <laughs> That's got to be it. Because they're just trying to get us off their trail.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the hotel, the Roland Inn, has a heated pool, was the only other tiny detail i caught in the background and well
1: before we move on to that let's move
0: back move back to
1: costumes
0: costumes yes you're absolutely right we did say they replace his hook with a shovel with a shovel how's he use that
1: that's not how that works it may have even been a spade uh but like sure he's the grave digger maybe yeah but You don't just replace a hook with a shovel head or a spade head and that be usable.
0: I mean, there are famously vehicles with shovels on them.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was curious about how they intended him to use his shovel as the gravedigger. I guess he could do... Uh, what he did at the end of the Ivy episode, where he swings his hook in a circle, and he'll get a little bit of dirt with that—not very much, but and a like, little. And you could
1: say, "Oh, well, he's God King; he does what he wants." Like, sure, but like
0: they don't know—they
1: don't know that. And why did he let them take the thing that I have assumed is his mule near?
0: I mean, we all watched Moana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Maui's hook, obviously. Yep
1: it that's what it is, yeah, but like you can't just wait, no, that makes sense, no wait, it doesn't change, only he changes, hmm, I was about to say, maybe he shapeshifts it into the spade, but no, the uh, the hook stays the same,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, man, right, well, doesn't isn't an early version of Thor didn't he like transform Mjolnir into, into a like, cane? a cane or an umbrella or something. Yeah.
1: He would like tap the cane or something. And then he would transform into Thor.
0: Yeah. Cause it was, he wasn't Thor. He got the power of Thor originally.
1: Well, I uh, think he was Thor. And then he was like turned into a human and boy, howdy. They really like Marvel really loves a structure and the structure of has a secret identity of a superhero they really wanted to stick with that,
0: yeah. <laughs> Which it's almost backwards. It's almost an inverse of it in a fun way. Uh, hey, uh,
1: Clark Kent, Superman situation.
0: Yeah, uh, where you know Thor is his true identity, and I want—I keep wanting to say Donald Blake. Is that anything?
1: I—I I wanted to say Foster Blake, but yours sounds right.
0: Because mine, is I was the saying serpent.
1: Foster because of Jane Foster.
0: Oh no, man, how did I pull that? Yeah, D- Donald, Donald Blake, Blake? Uh, is at the very least the name he writes down uh, for in the MCU as his name.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was his like maybe debut identity, secret identity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm really proud of myself for that one. That's a deep pool. As well you should be. (laughs) But yeah, it could be something like that. That he transforms it like Mjolnir.
1: Now, to test your trivia knowledge yet again, uh, when he was transformed into a frog, what was his name?
0: Oh, Throg? Yep. Yeah, I know Throg. I'm sure his version of Mjolnir, which is just a chipped off piece of Mjolnir that a frog got, transforming him into Throg. Uh, has a separate name, a frog-based name, but I don't know that.
1: Probably just Thor. F- then frog- there's freaking Beta Ray Bill, who's just Beta Ray Bill.
0: <laughs> Every time I see a picture of Beta Ray Bill, I'm like, I'm going to figure out what his deal is. Because that's a horseman who's dressed like Thor.
1: He was worthy to wield Mjolnir at one point. But like... That's like his story, is that he became Thor for a bit.
0: Why is he a horseman? Is he an alien?
1: He's an alien, yeah. Okay,
0: so he's just an alien who dresses like Thor sometimes and wields Mjolnir sometimes.
1: I think it's a situation where he got the hammer, became Thor for a bit... And now he's just Beta Ray Bill Thor.
0: Okay, sure. Why not? Uh, that That's as much looking into it as I'm going to do. Because I always say I'm going to look into stuff like that and then never do it.
1: I did like a deep dive for a little bit on Beta Ray Bill. And uh, it that's basically all I had was, yeah, uh, they fought for a bit. There was a debate over who was worthy of it. And then afterwards, Thor gets the hammer back, but Beta Ray Bill's like, well, I'd still like to be a superhero. And then they, I think, give him maybe a Stormbreaker.
0: All right. Works for me. I do want to talk about the heated pool at the Roland Inn.
1: Yes. So as humans, we have fleshy bodies and our fleshy bodies enjoy heat because it can help blood flow. Sure. Maybe car fluids
0: oh that's the okay uh (laughs) if cargo and water bad for car flood all important things yes
1: not all car some car water car most car most car
0: (laughs) okay i guess maybe they cater to boats who somehow (laughs) make it inland (laughs) it's my explanation
1: i mean whenever you're filming you gotta have like some scenes like a sexy beach party gotta have some boats
0: yeah sure why not uh and i actually do have one last thing one last lucas baywatch baywatch
1: is baywatch just boats
0: i guess saving capsized boats yeah or cars stupid enough to go in the ocean
1: <laughs> that really changes the best little boathouse in texas yeah
0: I don't love that...
1: Man, they really just might sexualize Boats.
0: Yeah, or it's just a very different movie, I guess, but... (laughs) If it's a very similar movie... (laughs) That's bad if they've just... If Boat is synonymous with whore in this world.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like if there was just a group of people... That, like, it was a trait intrinsic to them from their birth uh, that you just associated with being prostitutes.
0: Yeah. John, (laughs) the Pizza Planet Truck is in the background in the prop room.
1: He's got to be the most famous person in this world.
0: Well, the Pizza Planet Truck is a character named Todd who Mm -hmm. appears in some of the other movies. This is a prop tucked into a shelf.
1: Yeah, it's a statue of this of, famous person of
0: Todd, the, who always seems to show up when important stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Short, you know how sorry. like,
1: uh, you know how the Oscars, uh, that's the Oscar statue is mm-hmm. just Hugh Jackman. Same thing.
0: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you know knew what, that, right? I don't know what you're referencing. <laughs>
1: Nothing. I'm just making a wild accusation.
0: Sure, okay. I always assume it's a reference with you, which I guess is not what I should assume.
1: Uh, it usually is. It
0: usually is. To my credit. Uh, only other thing I really want to talk about, because I don't think there's much meat on the Pizza Planet truck bone, John, I'll be honest with you. It's pepperoni. Uh, mm, good one, John. I will talk about Ivy. <laughs> just it was like Did you ever watch the Lilo and Stitch cartoon show on the Disney Channel? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where the whole point of it was they would find the aliens and then they would find them their one true place, their one Mm -hmm. true home, one true calling. That's the vibe I got, as condescending as it is, (laughs) with what they were doing with Ivy. They found her her one true calling or one true place at the circus. So when she was just like, Oh, I left that place. It just felt so weird to me. But she didn't. She brought it with her. I mean, did she?
1: I think there's a line of like, yeah, they came to the circus and then now we're all here.
0: I didn't catch that. I I believe you, but I was under the impression. I could be just hopeful. Yeah, I was under the impression she just left for greener pastures you know (laughs) yeah which like good for her if i like if make that money sis but (laughs) like it just felt a little weird when it it seemed very much like ivy was like finally i figured out what i should have been doing this whole time my life has meaning now and then she was like oh yeah he saw me and said you want to be in a movie i said finally I figured out what I should have been doing this whole time.
1: Yeah. And that, boy, howdy, ain't that true to life? Like, that's how people are.
0: I I mean, yeah. Anytime
1: something comes along that's like bigger or better in some form or fashion, or even just perceived to be that, they're like, I'm finally, I finally made it. This is where I'm supposed to be. And then something else happens and immediately finally no you can't say finally every time anything happens
0: yeah yeah i agree (sighs) boy howdy you got anything else or should we rank it and get out of here
1: i very easily could say i have something else but But you'd
0: be making it up well this
1: movie doesn't well this show movie (laughs) thing it doesn't deserve it so i'm happy to end it right here
0: Hell yeah, bud. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's do how much we liked it, I guess, first. Uh, I'm trying to find reasons to give it points, because it's not horrible. It's not horrible. Like, I kind of enjoy the idea of Mater as an actor, as a concept, you know? Mm -hmm. It's believable to me that Mater would be good at it. And I like the idea of Lightning being jealous of him, even though, as we've said, I am tired of, of Lightning learning to be friends with Mater over and over and over again.
1: Learning to be, I guess, tolerant.
0: <laughs> yeah, to because there is major vibe. There are major vibes of like Lightning being like Mater's good at something that can't be right.
1: Which, I feel like it, the vibe is wait, he's good at something that I'm not good at.
0: Yeah, yeah, like. He doesn't care that Mater's good at backwards driving because he doesn't respect that. <laughs> but he... It's
1: not a thing of value in the eyes of society.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the kind of vibe I get. But he wants to be good at acting, so it upsets him that Mater isn't. That oh, wait, Mater this is a
1: famous person
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, that's... And again, yeah, I like the idea. I don't think it's done well. It's kind of a boring episode. Some of the jokes land for me okay. Like I like the weird writer character who keeps having mean things done to him. Uh, but yeah, I'm giving it like a three.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll give it a. I give it a five. It's very okay. pleasant to look at.
0: Sure, you know why not? Uh, lore wise, I mean the stuff we were saying about squishy bit isn't nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, solid confirmation of squishy bit is good. It's big. But it's not Grim Reaper big, you know?
1: Yeah, like, man. (laughs) Jumping the shark, killing the mater. Same thing to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember what I gave the last two episodes. I'll give this one like, a four.
1: Yeah, I'll give it I'll give it a five again because, like, Squishy Bit is a big deal, but, like, it's just Squishy Bit. And hey, Hollywood doesn't know how to manage money, and rich people are pompous and don't understand that uh, not rich people oftentimes have equal or greater value.
0: (laughs) Which, yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, that's it, episode. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to it. We always do appreciate it, but you know what? I'm just thanking you for this one. This is the only thanks I'm giving this time, and that's why I do it every episode. It's not thank you for listening in general, even though I will right now thank you for that. The thank you I give is just for the episode, so that's why I have to renew it each time. I don't know why I gave myself that weird lore, uh, but if you want to give me weird lore about cars you can do that by sending us an email at our email account which is the at gmail.com or by tweeting at us or dming us on twitter our account is at the there's no hyphen in either of those now it's john's turn to talk in the outro
1: remember to like comment subscribe tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky strange little podcast And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac.
0: And sting like a Beamer.